the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing an awesome message with you that's entitled, Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Something God wants every born-again believer to do, including me and you. All of us who are born again have the awesome opportunity to have a close, intimate relationship with God Almighty. But unfortunately, not many of us have and enjoy a close, intimate relationship with Him like God wants us to do. The good news is that there are things that can be done by each and every one of us to increase the intimacy between God and us. There are pathways that the Bible tells us that each and every one of us can follow that'll get us to the place where we have a close, intimate relationship with God that He desires to have with us. So, let's learn about some of those pathways that'll help us to be able to get there. That is, into a more intimate, close relationship with Him. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. 1 John chapter 3. Verse 3. And every man that hath this hope purifieth himself even as he is pure. Now that's a word purify means to make clean. We ought to make ourselves clean. I like that, which means that we got something to do with this, which means that we have something we can do about this. Now, remember, 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 now the cleanliness that we're talking about is twofold. The first fold was something we couldn't do nothing about. That's when Jesus Christ moved in on the inside of us and recreated us into his image and likeness. He did for us what we could not do because we were spirit being who was soiled. Praise God. And, and, and the problem with that, praise God, is that God's the only one that can create a spirit. Praise God. So because of that, there was nothing we could do to be able to cleanse our spirit. We, could, we didn't know where it is. We can't get to it anyway. Praise God. But that's why the Holy Ghost, the spirit of holiness, moved in on the inside of you. Praise God. And cleansed you up. And then you cried, Abba, Father. Praise God. Because that's when you got adopted into the family of God. Did you hear me? I said, we got adopted into the family of God. Well, he handled for us that which we could not do. But now the second part is the part that you can do something about. That's the kind of life that you live now. Now, the initial life he gave you. You received it when Jesus Christ moved in on the inside of you, when the Holy Ghost moved in on the inside of you. But the second one is what kind of life you choose to live, what you choose to do with your day, what you choose to do with your night, what you need choose to do with your midnight hour. Is anybody hearing me up in here this very hour? So he said, you cleanse yourself, you purify yourself, make yourself clean. Figuratively, it means to sanctify yourself. See, God wants you to be sanctified, ha! to be made holy. Is anybody hearing me up in here? 
Mm-hmm. He said, and I want you to do it even as he is holy, which means I'm giving you the, the marker that you use that you use to check how check your holiness you are. See, that means you don't look at the person next to you and see if you're holier than they are. You don't look at the people around you to see how holy I'm holier than they is. That ain't no. Are you holy as him? Because that's the marker that you're supposed to use. Be holy even as he is holy. That's what he said he wants of us. He went on to say, and every man that have this hope, purify himself, even as he is pure, even as Jesus is pure. That word pure means clean because Jesus is clean. That word clean right there means not dirty. Characterized by the absence of anything that is unclean. See, when you're clean, you're characterized by the absence of anything that's unclean, which means anything that the father considered to be unclean, he stayed absent from it. Anything that he stayed, that the father considered unclean, he had nothing to do with that. The reason why he could stay unclean, because he knew clearly what his father considered clean and unclean. And that's why it's so important for us to be able to draw close to the Lord, so we can begin to learn what it is that's clean and unclean. So that therefore, we would have the ability to do what it is that God expects us to do, and that's to keep ourselves clean. Keep ourselves absent from anything that is unclean. So we can find out from the father what's unclean. Mm-hmm. Figuratively, it means innocent. Jesus was innocent. And God wants us to be innocent. God wants innocence to return to you. Now, I don't care how out there you was. Innocence can return to you. I don't care how out there you used to be. Innocent is what you can now be. That's one of the things about love about the Lord. The Lord gives us a new chance over and over and over again. Because some of us jacked up some stuff. But when we receive Jesus Christ and live this thing out like we're supposed to, innocence returns to me and you. Hallelujah. That's good news. So, so, so he wants us to be innocent. We read on. It says, whosoever committed sin transgresses also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law, because in the law, God tells us we find out what's right, what's wrong. Because through the law, we find out, gain a knowledge of sin. So we find out what we should do and what we should not do. Verse 5 says, and ye know that he was manifested. To do what? To take away our sins, and him is no sin. So he came to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Now, he said, take away our sins. Now, he's not just talking about your sin. He's talking about your sins. Because your sin you got from Adam. Your sins is yours. Your sin is the one you got from Adam. That's the one you was born into. When you was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. But your sins, them yours. Mm. Moi? See? Si. Two. Is anybody hearing me up here? Mm-hmm. And ye knew that he was manifest to take away all them sins of yours and mine. And in him is no sin. 
And remember, he's about to, he, he, for those of us that have got born again, he's opened himself up and invited us into him. He's invited us into him. And in him is no sin. So that if we can make that declaration that it's in him that we live and move and have our being, then we can be able to declare that our very being will have no sin. Why? Because it's in him that we live. It's in him that we move. And it's in him we have no being. And in him, there is no sin. Whosoever abideth in him that stays up in the middle of there, sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. Now the word know right there, known right there means to know absolutely. Which means you can kind of know him, but this ain't kind of know him. This know him absolutely. This is knowing him without a doubt. This is knowing him in a way where you know him. You say, oh yeah, I know Pastor Pearson. I'm going to bring him something to eat, praise God. And then you come bring me some, some, some barbecue chicken, praise God, or bring me some scrimp and barbecue, praise God, because you heard I used to eat scrimp and barbecue, praise God, and I'll be like, you got the scrimp part right, praise God, but the barbecue part you got it wrong because you don't know me, absolutely, because if you knew, you know I don't do that no more, praise God, at least not for now. I'm just, I'm like a, I'm like a runner at, at, on the line waiting on the gun to pop. So if he ever say do it again, I could do it again. But in the meantime, I ain't doing it because he told me don't. That's just me. I'm talking about me. I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about me. Praise God. You can go and enjoy your barbecue. Eat a piece from me. Praise God. I just don't do that right now. Praise God. I don't know why. I ain't asking. Praise God. I just figured he know everything. So if he said don't, I don't. That's, that's a good enough reason. Praise God. But anyway, you, if you come with that, that just shows me you don't know me absolutely. You know a little bit about me, but you don't know enough about me. Because if you knew enough about me, you'd have never brought me no stuff like that. You wouldn't even have played a brother like that with no barbecue sauce dripping off of it and stuff. You wouldn't even have played me like that with no big, thick ribs cut down the side like that. You wouldn't even have put a brother out there like that. With a little bit of that sauce running over on the fries. You wouldn't even have done that. No, you wouldn't have played me like that. If you'd have known, I'm back, baby. If you'd have known me, absolutely. Oh, well, God has said, you wouldn't have been doing that. If you knew me, absolutely. You wouldn't know, because you couldn't know me and think that's all right. You couldn't know me and think that that's all right. You, no, you couldn't, no. You, mm, you don't know me like that. Because if you did, you wouldn't be doing that. Not if you're going to be in me. Not if you're going to claim you're going to walk in me and live in me and have your very being in me. Mm-mm. That's why I say we, we, we read verse 6. Whosoever abideth in him, sinneth not. He said whosoever abideth in him, sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth, have not seen him, neither known him. And he goes on to say, little children. Remember, once again, he's talking to us. Let no man deceive you. Don't let nobody gank you, fool, fool you, trick you, run the okie doke on you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil. That's what it say right there. It says he of the devil. For the devil sent it from the beginning. Now, he said he that sin, he committed sin is of the devil. That word of right there is a powerful word in the middle of this sentence. The word of is a primary preposition denoting origin. 
Now, 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 before you go, I'm not talking about, praise God, that, 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 that origin as in that you came from him because we already found out he said little children. So he's talking about his children. So you can't be of the devil and of God in terms of physical origin. You can only be in one or the other. Either you in Christ or you not. Praise God. And we in Christ. So thank God we are not of the devil in that way in terms of origin. The origin is not talking about your existence. It's talking about the point whence action or motion proceeds. It's talking about the point whence action or motion proceeds, which means that there's an action that started somewhere. There's a motion that started somewhere. And where it started from, God's saying, it didn't start with me. Because he that is righteous doeth righteousness. He that is righteous doeth righteous. So if you're sinning, little children, that ain't, you ain't of me. Not you as in you, but you as in what you do. See, the point when action or motion is coming, that's where this word of is coming up, which is saying when we sin, it is an action whose origin is from the devil, not from God. When we sin, our sin is an action that proceeds from a place of origin that does not originate from God. Why is that? Because God came, next part of the for this purpose, the son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. He came to destroy the works of the devil. His job, he came to, to, to destroy the works of the devil. He ain't going to have you do what he came to destroy. He's not going to have you do anything he came to destroy. No. That word destroy right there means to loosen. Remember, he came to set you free. So he came to loosen you from the works of the devil. To loosen you. But I like what it also translates. It also translates to put off. He came to put off you the works of the devil. To put off you the works of the devil. If I was walking past you, praise God, and I saw a ladybug on you, I'd put that ladybug off you. Because you ain't no ladybug track or no ladybug walking street or nothing like that. <laughs> ladybug need to get up off of you. And for those of you who are superstitious, thinking that, that that means it's good luck, luck is a derivative of the word Lucifer. And there is no good Lucifer. Is anybody hearing me up in here? So no, that's superstition. So I thumped that little orange and white bug up off, orange and black Bug off of you. Whatever. Get it up off of you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because it ain't got no business on you. So I'm going to put it off for you. Praise God. If I see a Texas roach on you. Weighing your shoulder down. You know how to. <laughs> I wouldn't even tell you it's on there. I'd put it off for you. Might have to fight it after I do it. Because these roaches down here is aggressive, praise God. You, you, I, put, I put it to you this way. You see them by themselves. That tell you everything you need to know right there. They don't even run in packs. They're like, look, I, I, got, I got this myself. Anybody step up in here, I got this myself. I remember the first one I ran into when I was in Texas. I ain't never seen that. I, I, I saw this big old thing. I thought it was like a little mouse or something. 
I was startled by it. I wasn't, I wasn't scared. I was startled. I was, I'm like, that's a roach. Big prehistoric Jurassic Park looking roach. Praise God. I, see, see, where we came from, they ran in packs. They was little. They ran in packs. Like they had, they had to have a lot of backup. This roach was by itself. And so I tried to sneak up on it, and I noticed it wasn't moving. I'm like, dang, it ain't even moving. So I stepped on the back of it, praise God, and pulled my foot off. I said, Roach, you ain't got no business up in here. And then it stood back up. <laughs> Turned around, looked at me, his antennas was going like this. Like, oh, it's on, baby. It's <laughs> Don't mess with Texas. I'm like, oh, see. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> we had us a match, baby, praise <laughs> And I won, hallelujah. Took a couple stomps to get him down, but, but I, I got him down, praise God. Hallelujah. At least I think I got him down. He might have been playing possum, praise God, until I left. But the point I'm trying to, how to get on all that? point I'm trying to raise, praise God. Huh? Yeah, put, I'd put that big Texas roach up off you. That's what I would do. I would get it up off of you. But Jesus saw worse than that on you. He say all those sins on you that ought not be on you. He said, all that stuff on you that ought not be on you. He said, hey, I come to destroy that. I come to loosen that off of you. And I come to put that off of you. That's good to me. That might not be good to y'all. He said, he come to put that off of you. First John chapter three. Verse 8, he said, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he may destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. Why is that? For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. He said his seed remaineth in him. When he says seed, that means something sown, something sown. There was something that was sown in you that gives you the ability to not sin. There was something that's sown in you that gives you the ability to not sin. I'm telling you, it's the word of God, because we already learned that if you hide this word in your heart, he said, you will, not, you will not sin against me. That's why God wants to get this word in you. He wants to sow something in you. Remember, the thief come to steal that away from you, because he wants to get that word up out of you, because if he can get that word up out of you, then the works that, 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 that Jesus Christ came to destroy will no longer be destroyed, and instead of putting off of you, you'll put back on you those things that it is that not ever be, should be off on you. Are you listening to me? Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I would look by the silly as me, thump that big roach off of you, and then you go pick it up and say, that's my friend. I'm, I'm sorry, roach. <laughs> Here, get back up there. You Okay. And Jesus came to get rid of your sin, but you keep picking it back up again. Are you okay? I saw that pastor try to preach you off of me. Don't worry, I protected you. You and me been together for years. But the one that got this word sown in them, the Bible says they cannot sin. That word cannot means that they do not have the ability. It ain't possible. That they do not have the ability. It's not possible. Let me speak like I got education. It's not possible. It ain't possible. Praise God. 
Why? Because you got something up on the inside of you that said, uh-uh. That stands up strong on the inside of you and say, uh-uh. That's not me. And that's not you. That's not what people like us do. Why? Because next verse, verse 9. Whosoever is born of God cannot sin. That word born of God means to procreate. Whosoever has been procreated by God. Whosoever has been procreated. It also translates, come on, deuce, regenerated. You've been regenerated. When you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you were regenerated. Come on, break it into syllables. Regenerated. Praise God. Which means you received a new set of genes. You received a new DNA on the inside of you when you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And just like before you had the DNA of your old daddy, that's why it was so easy for you to do wrong. Now you got the DNA of your new daddy. And now it's easier for you to do right. That's why you have to work to sin. That's why you have to work to sin. Because the wages of sin is death. Why wages? Because it's an effort. It's work. Because that's not you. Easiest thing in the world for you to do is live sinless. It takes effort for you to sin. Hallelujah. See, we've been regenerated all the way down to our DNA, to our molecular level. We've been changed. Hallelujah. We've been changed all the way down to the molecular level, to the very essence and fiber of who we are. We've been changed. It's not even in us to sin no more. That's not even who we are. Dogs bark because that's, that's, that's what's in their genes. Cats meow. Why? Because that's all in their genes. Monkeys are monkey around with you. That's because it's all in their genes. Well, we are children of the most high God. And just like there's no sin in him, there's no sin in us. We've been regenerated. See, we who are born again have been regenerated by the one of whom we've been born. We, now, we got his DNA now. Shonda Rebosa. One of the reasons why Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil is so that we who have been born of God could receive through our regeneration the ability to not sin. So that we can receive through our regeneration the ability to not sin. Remember, 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 sin was the original reason why man became separated from God. That was the original reason. No wonder Satan wants you to continue to sin. Why? Because he hopes it does the same thing again, too, to separate you from God. See, God's not interested in the same people who he loosed from sin to turn right around and continue to sin. God's not interested in, in the same people who he loosed from sin to turn right around and continue in the sin. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I really hope that you're seeing what the Word of God says about the increased intimacy that God wants us to have with Him in our lives. I hope even more that you're seeing the importance of having increased intimacy with God like He wants with me and you. Because if you do, then you'll do what you need to do to follow the pathways to the increased intimacy with God that His Word lays out for me and you so that God can get what He wants, increased intimacy with me and you. 
If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 785 That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come to get you. We have a VIP transportation services available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after sofa. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And speaking of coming through, ladies, if your New Year's resolution was to draw closer to God, I got just the thing for you. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God straight from heaven just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp, and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. This if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP Transportation Service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are. Pop a pan for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did and they will too. So come on through and let us be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. I guarantee you that you'll be blessed. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing words we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.